In-depth journalism in the Memphis community, The Daily Memphian is of Memphis, not just in Memphis, and seeks to tell the stories of this city. TheDailyMemphian.com. Truth in place. The ruling on the field stands. We deliver jerseys, funny foam fingers, and everything you need for the game. But what you really get is so much more. FedEx delivery. Game day spirit. What we deliver by delivering. Welcome back to another edition of the Daily Memphian Memphis Tigers podcast. This is your host, Drew Hill, the Memphis Tigers basketball beat writer. I'm joined by a special guest today. It's not Jonah Jordan, the the usual co-host. This is Taylor Eldridge from the Wichita Eagle. He's the, the Wichita State Shockers beat writer over there. Um, he does an excellent job covering their team, and as we all know, There's a huge, huge game on Thursday night between the Tigers and the Shockers. Taylor, what's going on, man? Not too much. I'm I'm looking forward to Thursday. You know, I love covering big basketball games with two, you know, high-level teams. And, you know, these are two of the best in the country, two of the best defenses. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to to getting this started and, you know, for conference play to to start. What a way. Yeah, I I, I think – that this is going to be, uh, well, first of all, one of the best games in the conference all season long. But both of us, you and I, we're, we're very fortunate to cover the teams that we do. I, I, I do have to say, Wichita State by far last year had the best road environment in the conference. Maybe Cincinnati contended for that title a little bit, but it was pretty crazy in there. And that was a down year for Wichita State. What are you sort of expecting uh, the atmosphere to be like on Thursday. I imagine it's going to be pretty nutty. Oh yeah, it's going to be absolutely electric. Um, two years ago, WSU's first in the conference when the, the the conference title came down to the last day in the regular season, Wichita State, Cincinnati, two top twenty teams. Uh, that that place was just electric. You know, there's so much energy at Coke Arena. Uh, you know, ten thousand five hundred all packed into a pretty small arena and just, you know, it gets so loud in there and because it's a, it's a, a dome and they call it the roundhouse. It, I mean, the, the sound is just, you know, amplified and, you know, they love their shockers and they especially love them when they're winning like they are right now. So, you know, 13 and one, um, you know, I think some fans are a little surprised by just how good this team is already. You know, a lot of freshmen lost sophomores. So, um, maybe they're a year ahead of, uh, you know, expected to, to where they were supposed to be by, by many outside of the program. But, you know, I know they, they think they could be good this season. And, you know, this is the, the, the chance to make that statement that, you know, we're here, we're ready to contend for a championship year and this year. And how do you do that? You knock off the, the conference favorite Memphis at home. You got to hold serve early in the conference season to win that, that title. So this is going to be a huge game. You know, Wichita State is, is planning for a blackout game. It would be the first in seven years. Uh, you know, they've only done it. This would be the third time in, in Coach Marshall's tenure. Uh, they won the other two games, took down uh, ranked teams in both of those, too. So this crowd's going to be hyped. Uh, it's going to be a great college basketball atmosphere. And, you know, I'm expecting a great game. You know, these are two of the best, like I said, in college basketball, um, two of the best defenses. So I'm really looking forward to this. And, yeah, you know, fans can expect to see a really rowdy environment on Thursday night in Wichita. 
Yeah, if you are a Memphis fan looking to go to a conference road game, I would highly suggest going to a Wichita State game because it, they are so passionate there. Good luck getting a ticket, though. It, it seems like a hard <laughs> place to get into. Um, you mentioned that this is sort of a, a like a statement game for Wichita State. I, I think that this is uh, this is a game that Memphis really, really needs. Uh, simply because you lose to Georgia over the weekend, your non-conference schedule, you have wins over uh, Ole Miss, which Wichita State blitzed over the weekend, uh, uh, win over NC State and a win over uh, at Tennessee. All of those teams are sort of trending the wrong direction. Um, while Memphis and Memphis drops 12 spots in the polls, Penny Hardaway calls it disrespectful today and yesterday that they dropped so far after one loss. Um, but there's no way around it. Memphis really, really needs this game. They really, really need quality wins. And when you look on down the line, Wichita State could easily be the best team that they play the rest of the year. They're virtually a lock to finish as a quadrant one, t- uh, a quadrant one game. So to win at Wichita State would be huge. Uh, it, what sort of position is Wichita State in? Are, do they need it equally as much? I know they have one fewer loss. Um, what's, what does their schedule look like so far? And, and, where does Memphis compare to who they've already played? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, the, the same could be true. You know, uh, Memphis, WSU, Houston, they're all kind of, I feel like they, those are the three that kind of separated themselves in the non-conference play. They're, they're looking like the top three right now. I would say Memphis and WSU, maybe even a tier above Houston, although I think Houston, just the talent they have, they're going to be in the mix come March. So, um, yeah, this is a, a huge, huge game for WSU. Um, I wouldn't say that either team, you know, is is desperate. Uh, I guess the, you know, just the 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 way that you look at it, it kind of depends on how how you you what the expectations are. I guess you know, if you're just looking for WSU to make the tournament, you know, this is not a must-win game. But if you want WSU, if you want them to contend for, you know, a top three seed line, top four seed line, this is a game that you have to take care of at home. Over, you know, you have to protect home court advantage and. Um, you know, Memphis is a very, very good team. You know, they might end up, it might be end up, end up being a Q1 game for WSU too. You know, if Memphis sticks around, I think it's the top 35 or 25 uh, in the net. So I know Memphis is rated pretty high in that as well. So, um, yeah, this is a, a game where WSU, you know, their non-conference is looking solid, um, but not great. You know, they have solid wins over Ole Miss, BCU, OU, Oklahoma State. But, you know, are any of those teams going to be top 25? You know, maybe not. So, you know, that's kind of the that marquee win. That's what WSU is lacking right now. And, you know, if they're going to move up the rankings, I think this is the the way to do it is to take care of business at home, beat Memphis. And, and like you said, you know, Memphis, I mean, this is a, a game they need to stabilize themselves. You don't want to drop back-to-back games. Um, but also, you know, they're still, you know, very comfortably in the tournament. They're still looking great come March. Uh, and they're going to have opportunities down the road uh, to, to pick up Q1 wins. Uh, on the road, the AAC is looking pretty pretty good. The middle of it, if those teams can stay in the top 75, you know that those are all going to be Q1 games uh, for in-conference teams. So um, there's going to be opportunities down the road, but I agree with you. I mean, this is a game that both teams really, really want to have uh, to kind of make that early statement and uh, get that early leg up in the conference race. Yeah, if you're if you're WSU in Memphis, you are cheering for SMU and UConn and some of those yeah, the temples, temples of the world, yeah. yeah, to try stay in that middle of the pack nationally because it would really help you out in the long run. M- Memphis is going into this game in a bit of a unique circumstance. 
DJ Jeffries, who's probably their second best player at sometimes their best player, did not play against Georgia. He was a late scratch. He had the flu. Um, and it turns out, we, we learned today, that Damian Ball, who is another starter and his roommate, also now has the flu. Both players did not practice um, today. Damian Ball did not practice yesterday uh, either. So they're relative question marks going into, going into Wichita, which would be uh, obviously a huge, huge loss for the team. I expect both of those guys to give it a shot. But they're a little bit. Uh, they might be a little bit under the weather, um, so we'll just have to wait and see. There, can you just give me the the brief scouting report on Wichita State, and will they be full strength going into this game on Thursday? Yeah, WSU's had a few injuries here and there, but uh, yeah, relatively they're all healthy right now. Um, the big loss was uh, Dexter Dennis earlier um, a couple weeks ago. Um, he entered the year. People pegged him as, as kind of the go-to guy for Wichita State. They figured he would be uh, the one that takes that leap. Uh, people were comparing him to, you know, uh, Ray Allen uh, at the NBA and just that similar type of game. They thought he had NBA potential, and you know that has not materialized this season yet. Um, his sophomore year, he's only averaging six points. His shooting. Uh, percentages have plummeted and actually it was announced right before the VCU game back on the 21st of December that he was uh, taking an extended leave of absence. Um, I think a lot of it was just to to work on his mental health and, you know, get his mind in the right place. And uh, he had like a a minor hip issue that that kind of uh, flared up. I think he's fully healthy and um, he just rejoined the team uh, for Saturday's Ole Miss game, 74-54 win over the Rebels, um, didn't do much, played 10 minutes, had some good stretches on defense, but, uh, you know, didn't score any points, only had one rebound. So he's, um, you know, right now that's what makes this uh, start from WSU even more impressive is that, you know, they're 13-1, and one and they they hardly have any production from the player that many thought was going to be their best player. And uh, so he's back in the rotation, uh, but, you know, he's, he's a shell of, what you know many expected him to be he's playing with a lot of confidence a lot of swagger and um you know he's just a big time shooter and scorer for wsu and uh, but really you know the shockers they're just so balanced they're so spread out uh, they don't really rely on any one player um you know all five of the players on the court are pretty solid so um that's that's kind of the, the strength and uh, we haven't seen it uh, become a weakness yet but you know there's still that question like who who steps up in the, the closing moments who is uh, you know, going to be that big-time shot taker and uh, shot maker down the stretch. So I think we might f- uh, figure that out Thursday. I'm expecting a close game, but, yeah, going into it, WSU is relatively uh, full strength. So last year it was a game that kind of went back and forth. Memphis really relied on Jeremiah Martin, who's now gone. He was a senior. He was virtually unstoppable in that second half. Um, they don't have that anymore. The the, the Tigers sort of uh, rely on a group of different guys to pick up the scoring. As you mentioned, though, these are two teams that are excellent on defense. Are you expecting sort of the low-scoring game that the, the, the statistics would suggest? Yeah, I don't think uh, – I mean, both of those games last year were in the 80s. Uh, just because, you know, Memphis plays at that frenetic pace. You know, they, they force other people to adjust to them. And, uh, you know, Penny does a really good job of that, is of getting teams out of their comfort zone and, and making them play. I, I do think it's going to be close. 
Um, maybe it's the first to 70, maybe it's like high sixties, um, something like that. So, um, yeah, I do think this is going to be, you know, a defensive slugfest and, you know, WSU is, you know, they're preparing for, for that frenetic defense that Memphis loves to play. You know, they, they run and jump, they trap, they can man you up. They can, you know, go to that, that trapping zone and they can throw so many different looks at you. So, um, maybe a game like the, the Georgia one that Memphis just played, you know, low sixties, mid sixties, something like that, where it's just kind of a, a grinded out game. You just have to, to fight and claw and scratch for, for every basket and uh, manufacture points. So I, I, I'm expecting a game like that, but it would be very entertaining if both offenses are on and, and maybe we do get a game in the eighties. That's really, really well played and, and comes down to the, the, the final stretch. And now we'll take a break for a message from our sponsor. The Daily Memphian Tigers podcast is brought to you by FedEx. Possibilities, what we deliver by delivering. You mentioned the zone a little bit, and Memphis has done, they haven't done much of that this year. Um, They usually play man-to-man defense. They like to press. They have what they call the double-fist defense, the 91 Memphis double-fist defense, where they try and trap everything in the backcourt. I think that they are preparing for Wichita State um, to handle that very well. Obviously, you guys, uh, uh, they, they have great guards over there. So um, I, I think that they're expecting Wichita State to handle that pressure better than some other teams have. And I would, for that reason, I would not be surprised, and I, I believe that they've been trying to work on this in practice a little bit, if we saw a little bit more of the zone defense against Wichita State. Um, really? And, and I do think, in general, uh, the styles are very interesting to me because at Wichita State, it's a completely disciplined, uh, not, like you said, they're not totally experienced, but they play like they're veteran players where Memphis is just going to try and raise hell basically on the floor and run as, yeah. as much as they possibly can. And I think that the tempo is going to play a big factor in who wins. With This was something we kind of yeah. saw uh, in Memphis against Tennessee Tennessee really wanted to play slow. Memphis wanted to play fast. Memphis had their way in Knoxville, and it turned out to be the difference. Um, do you think with the crowd hyped up and with the atmosphere crazy that it'll be that that might add to the challenge of you know Wichita State trying to keep this thing under wraps and not let Memphis turn this into a, a NASCAR race? Yeah, I mean that's that's gonna that's a great point, and you know there's gonna be so much nervous energy, and I know these players, you know whether they say it or not, you know uh, they heard the hype from Memphis, they heard you know all the the noise about the recruiting class, and you know obviously those guys and, and Penny are very confident, so um, you know they're used to that, they're used to going into places and, and being, uh, you know the ones that everyone wants to go after, and you know credit to them for for getting that done in basically one year, um, but yeah you know Wichita State they're gonna be super motivated. Um, you know, Eric Stevenson, he, he loves, you know, these big games against the, the best teams. And, you know, he likes kind of being that feeling like he's the underdog. I don't know um, you know, if Vegas, you know, I would assume that WSU would be the favorite just because they're playing at home and Coke Arena is a great advantage. But, uh, you know, I don't know if they're going to be the underdogs, but I know they're going to feel like the underdogs uh, just because Memphis is, you know, they have uh, all that hype coming in. So, um, yeah, that's going to be a lot for them to manage, you know, those emotions, uh, you know, it's going to be hard for them to remember, you know, maybe we slow it down instead of, you know, pushing it up and taking that first shot in transition. Um, so yeah, Greg Marshall teams are usually, 
very, very poised. So I wouldn't expect that to, to kind of get under them. But, you know, this is a freshman. This is a team with 10 of 13 freshmen and sophomores. So, you know, this is a young team. Some of them have been through those, those tough road games last year in conference play. But, you know, two of those true freshman ball handlers have not. So, you know, the, the, those are the two, uh, Grant Sherfield and Tyson Etienne, uh, two two kids that play a lot for WSU. Those are the ones that are going to maybe be X factors in this game, how they handle that pressure, not getting sped up by Memphis, not letting them trap you, you know, moving the ball quickly. Don't let it stick around the perimeter. That's going to be key. They handled it very, very well against BCU, which probably has the most, you know, similar defense to Memphis. It's not exactly the same, but, you know, that Havoc defense is a lot of the same. You know, Memphis tries to create Havoc themselves just in a different way. So I think that VCU game will come in handy, uh, having that experience. And WSU handled that pressure very, very well for the first 35. In the last five minutes, you you know, they had a double-digit lead, but they they started to crack a little bit under that pressure. So I'm sure that's what Memphis is going to try to do earlier than the last five minutes of the game. Um, but yeah, that's that's going to be a key matchup. Uh, how WSU, those two freshman ball handlers, handle that pressure, and then I think uh, another big uh, matchup: uh, who wins the battle on the glass? These are two great rebounding teams, a lot of big time studs on, on both ends. So those are the kind of the two things I'll be watching for sure on Thursday. I think when the line comes out, it'll be somewhere around Wichita State as a four point favorite. That's what Ken Palm suggests it would be. So Memphis will probably be the underdog, I would guess. Um, Penny actually mentioned this, and you talked about motivation too for on the Wichita State side. Penny, at, during his radio show on Monday, was, I mean, he just went off on, on the AP Top 25 for dropping them 12 spots, called it completely disrespectful, um, said that they've been getting no respect all year. And he went out of his way to mention that everyone, and I don't, know who qualifies as everyone because I haven't seen a lot of it, but he said everyone is picking Wichita State to win this game on Thursday and that that has been a motivating factor for Memphis. I guess you could probably say the same thing on the WSU side because Memphis is a team that was picked to win the conference. A lot of people sort of looked at at the Wichita State roster and said, well, I know we know Greg Marshall's a great coach, but I don't see why they're going to be this 13 and one team that they are now. And I I don't think anybody really saw that coming. Have they been playing with a chip on your shoulder on their shoulder? Do you think that that's sort of uh, been a motivating factor and will play a role in this game too? Yeah. And I think, you know, that's, you know, both coaches are going to try to find their own motivation and um, you know, Penny, like he said, I mean, I mean, Greg Marshall even touched on it today in his press conference. He was surprised that that Memphis dropped that far and, you know, you don't have to be a Memphis fan to, to be disappointed. You know, that's bad for the American. That's bad for the whole conference. Um, you know, you want uh, teams in the conference to be ranked, you know, higher. And, and Marshall said, you know, he thought maybe 14, 15, 16, somewhere in that range after a loss. But, yeah, dropping them all the way to, to, to 21, uh, definitely eyebrow-raising. And uh, I don't think it took any of the luster off of this matchup. You know, it's still top 25 still you know two of the best teams if not the two best teams in the american playing right now so yeah i think there's a lot of motivation going into wsu for wsu going into this game and um yeah there's a little bit of let's prove it uh like you said you know not many people had high expectations for the team coming into the season 
Um, I don't know how uh, familiar Memphis fans are with Teddy Allen, but he sat out last year. Um, he was supposed to be basically the leading scorer on this WSU team, but got into some trouble over the summer, got kicked off the team. Um, and then Dexter Dennis, like I mentioned, you know, he was supposed to be the, the other guy. He was supposed to take that major leap, be maybe an NBA uh, prospect. And, you know, neither, you know, Teddy's not with the team. And Dexter, you know, isn't playing very well right now. So it makes it even more surprising that WSU is in this position where they are. And, and like I said, they have a lot of good wins, but they don't. They probably don't have a great win. You know, a win over Memphis, that's going to be a great win. You know, it's going to look great come March. And, you know, Memphis is obviously going to, you know, well on its way to, to having a great season. And, um, you know, the top of the American is looking pretty, pretty good right now. So, um, yeah, I think the Shockers are, are motivated. Uh, solely to to get the the lead in the American, get a, a step up on a conference title contender, and then you know take care of business at home, and then you know throw in the blackout and all the hype around this game. You know it's going to be on national TV on ESPN, ESPN two, and I think all of those factors, you know, they're going to be very very hyped up for this game, and no doubt Memphis will be. You know, like you said, they're gonna they're coming off a loss. They're mad. They don't want to lose two in a row. They feel like you know everyone is picking WSU now. Uh, compared to before the season, I think Memphis was kind of the popular team. So, yeah, the roles of maybe they've reversed a little bit in the, in the, the week since. And I think both teams are going to be coming in with a chip on their shoulder. And, you know, it's going to make for a very, very entertaining basketball game. Uh, maybe there's a little, uh, I don't know how much of a chippy play it will be compared to, to maybe that Ole Miss-Memphis game or, or Tennessee. But I, I do think that, you know, to, uh, you know, these are two two teams that, that want to win the conference and I don't know if they're rivals, but you know, they don't like each other. I'm sure I'm sure of that. So I think it's gonna be a, a very well played basketball game on Thursday and between two teams that are highly competitive who who take after their coaches and you know, no one's gonna wanna to, to leave Coke Arena with an L. So um yeah, I, I can't wait to see, you know, these teams get after it. I I'm I'm really looking forward to the game. I know that Penny and Greg Marshall actually have a lot of respect for each other. Greg Marshall uh, gave Alex Lomax, it, it re- released him from his uh, national letter of intent because he was originally headed to WSU. Um, and so Penny and him sort of built a relationship that way. They have a lot of respect for each other, but I also think that both of these programs are trending sort of upward in the right direction right now. Um, they play two very contrasting styles. So it would be really fun if this turned out to be a rivalry game every year um, and you could just bank on these two teams being at the top of the conference and it it created this super fun atmosphere. But I, I want to do a couple uh, a couple more things. Let's, let's just do uh, quick keys to the game uh, on either side. What do you think will be the difference – for Wichita State uh, to win, and then I'll give some Memphis takeaways, and we can get on out of here. Yeah, I think uh, for WSU, it's um, on defense. You know, I think this is going to be a battle of the defenses, and whichever one can force the other out outside of the, their comfort zone. And you know, Memphis a little susceptible to, to turnovers. I know missed free throws that have come back and, and bit them too recently. So. Um, you know, forcing, winning the turnover battle, I think that's going to be huge. You know, Memphis loves to, to get up and press and, and force other teams into turnovers, but if WSU can handle that pressure, limit its turnovers to maybe around 10, and then force, you know, somewhere around 15, maybe upwards, um, that would be a key to the game. And also, I think rebounding. Uh, WSU, ever since 
the West Virginia loss, their only loss of the season. They got punked on the boards that game. You know, West Virginia has two big-time studs in the front court, and they had their way against Wichita State. They gave up 17 offensive rebounds, got pushed around on the glass. After that loss, Greg Marshall publicly challenged his big men, said, hey, we can't, you know, we were soft. We just got, you know, West Virginia just wanted it more. And ever since that game, six of the seven, WSU has dominated the rebounding battle. They played East Carolina. It's about a, a dead-even split. Um, so they've been much better. But, you know, none of those teams have had bigs like, you know, Precious or DJ Jeffries or, or guys like, like Memphis has. So this is going to be the biggest test for WSU, literally and figuratively, uh, since that West Virginia game. And how WSU responds on the boards. You know, Jaime Echenique is going to be big, 6'11 center for WSU. Trey Wade, a little undersized power forward, but he plays way bigger than his size. And WSU kind of has like a four-man rotation at center. So I think uh, they haven't been playing that recently, but I, I do think that uh, Marshall will go deeper in his bench for this game. And we'll see that rotation at center, sub him in two, three minutes and, and just let them go all out for, for rebounds. And, you know, WSU has the size. I don't think they have the athleticism that, that Memphis does, but they do have the size. So they're going to have to be very, very disciplined and they're blocking out and, and make sure they're in good position. So, uh, you know, Memphis doesn't get those second, third, fourth chances. So I think that's going to be the key to the game, limit turnovers, force turnovers on the other end. And then the rebounding battle, you know, those second chance points are going to be big in this game, I think. For the Tigers, I think there's three things uh, in particular that are going to be really important. The first is making sure that they play at their tempo and they don't allow Wichita State to settle in and uh, play in front of that home crowd and because they are very disciplined. They're, they're going to make good choices on offense. To force turnovers is going to be a little bit more difficult against the Greg Marshall coach team. So they've got to be able to run. They've got to be able to get up and down. That's going to be really, really, really important. Um, the other thing is finding a defense, and I know their defense has been excellent this year, but finding a defense other than that man-to-man just because – you know that the X's and O's are going to be a big part of this game. And like I said, maybe they have a zone or something waiting for when Wichita State can find a, finally find those holes and, and find some points. They're going to have to have something to try and stop them um, on that end. And, and I think, you know, if there's one thing you can rely on, it's that defense for Memphis. And then lastly, they've got to find some offense. They've really, really struggled on the offensive end somebody's going to have to shoot the ball better. You don't know what you're going to get from DJ Jeffries because he's been sick. You don't know what you're going to get from Damian Ball because he's sick. Um, So you're going to have to find some three-point shooting. Maybe that's Tyler Harris who struggled against Georgia, um, went 0 for 5 from 3. Maybe that's Alex Lomax um, scoring a little bit as much as he distributes. But you're going to have to find offense in some way, but I'm really, really looking forward to Thursday. I'm going to be there. The Daily Memphian Sports columnist Jeff Calkins will be there. Taylor will be there. If you want to follow Taylor on Twitter, you can follow him at Taylor Eldridge. You should be keeping up with the rest of the league, um, especially in the position that Memphis is in right now. They need Wichita State to be good, whether they win or lose this game. Uh, so you should be a Shockers fan uh, from here on out if, if you like the Tigers. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Drew Hill underscore DM. And you can get this podcast or any other Daily Memphian podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play. Thanks for listening. Shoot it! Yeah! Yeah!
We deliver tickets, team merchandise, and everything you need for the game. But what you really get is so much more. FedEx delivery. Game day spirit. What we deliver by delivering. In-depth journalism in the Memphis community, The Daily Memphian is of Memphis, not just in Memphis, and seeks to tell the stories of this city. TheDailyMemphian.com. Truth in place.